want to continue talking a little bit more about the messianic covenant that I spoke about last week. You heard the testimonies and while we can take away many things from that what i want you to understand is that we need a relationship with god not just knowledge of god because the devil tempted jesus with the knowledge of scripture but jesus knew why the scripture was written he knew the heart of god and therefore that temptation was invalid and that applies to even the end times but jesus has said i'm saying all this so you don't get offended when these things happen you don't say where is god in all of this and this is our reality last week i spoke about philippians 1:6 says being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of jesus christ where is your confidence is is it on your filthy little self or is it in god his mighty being once i remember god asked me way back in 99 or 2000 i'm talking about the year when i was getting a sound card for the studio the lord asked me are you going to get this with your riches and glory over with mine So I told God I think you are richer than I am yeah so it's better that uh, I go with you yes and then he said okay and to make a long story short I ended up with two sound cards better than what I had planned not just one but two and I was wondering what I will do with two but then I realized one was good for this one was good for the other thing one was good for voice so I was to using that for the voice anyway This is how God developed my confidence and I this is something you need to have. And one of the things that in the Bible study that came out um got articulated which I assumed all of you understood or knew about it because you know the scriptures you know everything but the Lord said make it clear make it clear and make it plain. And I made a new word called clear Yes. So when I say clear, that means clear and plain. Yes. Make it so that people will know what I'm talking about. Let's go to John uh, or go to 1 Timothy 6:10. It says for the love of money is a root of all kind of evil, for which some have strayed from their faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. This is true even now. some people love money but who said this paul said this to timothy at his time during his time when they were all under the roman empire if you look at the roman empire if you were against the empire they would kill you but then once you complied then they would build you up like they put rome uh, roads and aqueducts and whatever do you understand why because they wanted you to flourish why because then ha- flourishing you would do business yes and that money then will go to rome and for the money to get to rome they built roads 
and for you to live they built aqueducts and they made sure you farmed the way you liked and you had the food that you liked there was a point in giving you roman food if you don't like that food yes that's what rome did yes but what did they love money and that money was a source of their the roman empire declining because the result of that money made some people do things they would not have done do you understand instead of going out for war like king david do you understand yes but i'm not talking about the decline of rome but here i'm talking about the love of money is a root of all kind of evil this paul said but i was thinking why then are people today not responding to the gospel it it might be because they're they like money more but then i found that not to be true in the truer sense because most of you want to serve god and from what we understood from the testimony they want to serve god but something is distracting that and it is not money what is it then because i was like i said before preaching the same thing over and over and over and over again while it's safe for you is tiring for me and like paul said many of you should have been teachers by now and i remember way back in 2011 i said i don't want to see any of you here in two or three years time but here we are in 2023 you're still warming these pews what are you doing with the commission the lord has given us to go are you walking worthy of your calling and i was i was saying to god i people are going but they're going with their own desire they're doing weird things they're not doing what you want them to do seal without knowledge whatever do you understand yes i was wondering why this was happening i'm preaching to you you are responding like you would respond to maybe a church or something it's good to hear and you go back like rebi said you go back and be the same and you'll come back on sunday you hear and you'll want to do good but then you'll go back and I'm like what is that and then god told me this principle from john 16:1 to 2 says these things this is the lord jesus saying these things i have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble these things meaning what was in john 15 14 13 do you understand if you you from 14 onwards you can understand what he what he spoke but uh, it says in verse 2 it says they will put you out of the synagogues yes the time is coming when whoever kills you will think that he offers god service this is the height of deception now there are people who say well he was talking to the jews and to them i would say in 2015 the people who died by the sword who were killed in line because they accepted jesus and they would not deny jesus were not jews and but the person who was killing i remember watching the video he was holding a knife in his hand and he was saying this is what is going to happen to people who don't accept the real god he thought he was serving god by killing them and if you try to convince him he's more religious than you are he prays five times a day whatever he does i don't know but 
in his eyes he is righteous by god what is he doing he is killing christians and it says here what they will put you out of the synagogues yes synagogues is a jewish thing yes but yes the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers god service so you still think this is only for the jews then you got another thing coming you play all these games when it comes time you will run from god if if that will save your earthly life you don't know what i'm talking about you still think i'm talking about only jews go to revelation 13:9-10 if anyone has an ear let him hear do you have an ear last time i checked some of you most of you in fact all of you are not jews yes yet you have a ear yes yes so they're talking to you yes hallelujah he who leads into captivity shall go into captivity he who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword he is the patience and the faith of the saints now are you and i the saints of god do you understand so you still don't think this is talking about you then go to revelation 20 verse 4 and i saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them then i saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to jesus are these jews or christians huh. beheaded for the witness to jesus and for the word of god who had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their forehead or on or on their hands and they lived and reigned for with christ for a thousand years jesus said all this will happen why so that you don't get offended that you should not be made to stumble and here are those people who are sunday christians at best they go home they desire on their own without god they think they are right with god they do stupid and foolish things and finally what does god want in all of this okay you do stupid and foolish things but repent of that and come to god fear god and this is what i'm talking about go to matthew 10:28 sizan do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and body in hell do you understand fear god he won't accept any excuses oh he knows what i have been through so he looked the other way while i said nonsense if you don't overcome you don't have the holy spirit in you because the holy spirit and only the holy spirit helped you overcome because everything in you wants to sin that's why it says in 2 timothy 2:15 be diligent to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not have to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth that doesn't mean you know you should know 10 translations by heart that's not rightly dividing the word of truth it's about knowing why the truth was given the heart of God rightly dividing it this is just not memorizing the scripture even though you should know the scriptures I have the word written in my heart so I do not sin. 
But that is just the beginning. If you don't have a relationship with God, if God doesn't speak to you through dreams and vision, you're dead in the water. You cannot move. For example, if God hadn't showed or revealed to Anu about what was happening, and like I said before, I think that God has more weightier concerns than the thing about cat litter. But here's God talking to her in a language that she understands. Why? Because she has a relationship with God, our Creator and our Father in heaven. Do you have that? In Proverbs 16:7, in the King James Version and the New King James Version, it says, when you're right with God, even your enemies will be pleased or at peace with you. But I like what the message says. When God approves your life, because show yourself approved to whom? To God, yes? When God approves your life, even your enemies will end up shaking your hand. What has God intended for you not to get offended? But you will go across all kind of interpretations which means nothing unless you know the truth which will set you free. Amen? And that is not elusive and is not something a pie in the sky or something only the pastors has. No, it's there for you and me. Do you understand? That is the relationship with God who is a speaking God. I remember attending a, a retreat where I was recording. You know, Thank God I was recording and I was not part of the congregation. So, so they had invited a pastor said, now we're going to have a rally. I want all of you to get up and form a line, like you would have a rally or like a jada, yeah? And then he said, follow me. And as I speak, repeat after me. So he went around the room saying, speaking God, speaking God, we serve a speaking God. And all, all pastors looked at each other, said, speak, because God speaks and you speak. Speaking God. No, God doesn't whisper. He speaks. So in the end, he, he went around the room. Some people just carry, to, to understand, carrying the flag and not doing anything. But we serve a speaking God. Do you understand? Does he speak to you? Does he speak to you? Do you have a relationship with him? If your heart is not right with him, you will hear lots of voices. But is it God? And suppose you misunderstand and you hear a wrong voice by mistake and you realize and when you realize just run to God. He doesn't condemn you. Hallelujah. This is our God. He's good. And he wants to make sure we are not offended in any way. And we are not, we're not going to stumble. Look at Israel when they were delivered from Egypt. God made sure they saw no war. Why? Because if they saw war, they would go back. God knew their hearts. Even then, God let them. Even though it was a punishment by God himself, he let them. He could have said, okay, let them go back. Let them perish. But he kept them, even though there was a punishment. Do you understand? Like I said, sometimes I want to tell people they're doing wrong. And you should, before I used to let them know. And people like Rebbe got scared of that because there would be sin in their life. I'm saying this only because they're just right. I told you about the person 
who used to walk in front of the Min Choice Park. Yes, they were sitting in life, and God would speak to me, and then I would say, "Hey, come here. This is what the Lord says." Now, only if the Lord tells me to tell them, I'll do that. Otherwise, before I used to call them up, and it's not that you're not doing wrong or you're right with God. It's God who brings to completion the good work He has started in you. And what am I? A shepherd. Now I'm not a hireling, but the good shepherd has found it fit to make me a shepherd after his own heart. I have no qualms in saying that. Do you understand? Who's a good shepherd? Jesus. Yes. So in Him, we are confident of this very thing that He who has begun the good work in us and you and me will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. If you don't look forward to that day, that also is wrong. I have spoken about this earlier. Do you understand? Don't let the world steal that from you. The thief comes to what? To steal, kill and destroy. Don't let the world steal that from you. If you have doubts, God doesn't condemn you. Ask them. Clear them up. Because they, you need to be real with them. When the, and I'll end with this because God is telling me. When, before I met Jesus, I was jogging. And there was sea, the sea on my right. Meaning, there was a footpath right next to the beach. And there was this township on my left. And I was jogging where the sidewalk was, which was on a beach. It was a good place. It was an evening and it was the cool of the day. And I could hear the sea. I could hear the noise. There was a baseball game going on a little farther. I could hear all the kids screaming and all that. And suddenly, everything became quiet. It was as if somebody put the mute button on. I was like, what's going on? I look at the sea. It's totally quiet. There's no noise. I thought maybe something happened to my ear. So I was like, okay, I can still hear. But something told me to look up. And I looked up and I saw lights in the sky. All I can describe is that they were playing with each other as they were traveling. Meaning they looked like they were playing. I said to myself, we don't have any kind of technology that matches that. And I was wondering what that was. Because I could see the sky through that, through them. But there were maybe eight or ten lights. They were just there. And they disappeared. And the noise came back. And I was like, what just happened? And I wrote to all my friends. I said, have you experienced this? At those days, you had no email. You had to write. So I had to, I written to all my friends. And all of them said no. And so when I came to Christ, I said to the Lord, here's the what Psalm 51 says, have truth in the inward being. I said to the Lord, what are those lights I saw? Because you can't tell me, nobody could tell me I didn't see those lights or that I was hallucinating. I said, what are those lights? And he answered me very clearly. Initially, when I came to the Lord, I asked my sister who was helping me, said, those lights I saw, what are they? She said, the Lord will answer you in the, in the time when you're ready. I said, that's not the answer I was looking. I want to know right now. Do you understand? But it took some years, but the Lord answered me. And he said, read Ezekiel. Your question will be answered. And I read Ezekiel, and I saw the same thing in the Bible. Basically, for you to understand, these are not intergalactic beings. 
the interdimensional beings paul says we do not struggle against what flesh and blood but against what uh, principles huh? against principles yeah look some of you when i call you you look like you're going to the principles office yeah no you understand it's from ephesians 6 verse 10 to 18 read that the armor of god that is not a jackie chan movie it's in the bible yes do, do you understand yes but these are interdimensional beings they can appear as angels they can appear as demons and they are real but we have names for them but they're basically categorized as ufo unidentified flying objects do you understand there are a lot of things like orbs and things and like do you understand but here's the thing i asked he answered we serve a speaking god do you understand are you genuine in your asking that is what matters with god if you're asking for a debate go to google it's better for you don't ask god yes because jesus said if you were blind this will not be accounted to against you but you say you can see do you understand so i take my profession quote unquote as a teacher my calling seriously i take my shepherding seriously i don't care who has said what before whether this movement is right or wrong or whatever i'm not in the shepherding movement i only follow what the bible says and he's given us what apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers what worthy of your calling amen let's all stand up hallelujah father god in jesus name i pray lord that this truth be revealed to us who are seeking you lord that you are a speaking god that you continue to speak to us lord and that we can have a relationship with you lord more than we wanted you wanted you want to have a relationship with us lord let us understand that and have a revelation of your heart lord how it longs for us lord so much so that you sent your only son your begotten son jesus to die on the cross for us to reconcile us with you and knowing our sinful pitiful state you yourself came and resided in us and we are the temple of the holy spirit and overcome. Hallelujah. You are our Father in heaven. You are not there to strike us down. Thank you for everything that you are doing. Let us trust in you no matter what we are going through. right with you you make a way and you make sure that even our enemies are at peace with us you are a god of peace jesus you are the prince of peace thank you lord for speaking to us especially lord i lift up the 
areas that I needed clarity in. Thank you that you have spoken to me and you will continue to speak to me. Thank you, Lord, that in spite of all the mistakes we make, you are faithful. So what the Lord has done in my life, so, so for me to talk about that, let's go a little in the beginning, yes, how um, I grew up as a child and though I have told you like in the beginning that I wanted to serve the Lord as a little kid, uh, uh, I, I told you that I, I would take Psalm 23 and then I would read it out uh, thinking that I am preaching. But as I was growing up, I... Uh, because of various situations and incidents, I started becoming bitter towards my parents, uh, towards my my brother, and towards God. And um, I I kind of like push myself away. And and I believed very strongly that God didn't love me. And um, because I thought, okay, I'm the uh, I'm physically like this, um, and um, my parents tell me that I can't do anything, so maybe God doesn't love me. And also, I used to do a lot of naughty things as a kid. So then I thought, okay, uh, I don't think God would love someone like me. So then I started rebelling against everything that is God. Uh, example, my father would say that, okay, you are for the Lord, you have to serve the Lord, so why don't you read your Bible? So I would say, okay, it's my life. So I, I'm, I will decide what I want to do. If I want to be a fashion designer, I will be a fashion designer. I did not even know what that was. I was maybe like in fifth standard or something. But this is how I would react. And I would say, I'm not going to serve the Lord. Uh, who asked you to make that decision for me, you know? Though I would say all this on one side, there was something in me that want that wa that wanted to be right with the Lord. I deep inside, I still wanted to serve the Lord, but you know, all of this was happening. So in seventh standard, I was sick, and I was at home for a long time. And that time, my uh, amma got a, a CD of a missionary's life who had come to Tamil Nadu, and he was the first person to translate the Bible into Tamil and I was watching his story, a movie and um, something like, you know, spoke to me and uh, and I, I remember making a prayer after watching that movie, Lord, I will serve you. Whatever, wherever you call me, I'll go, I'll serve you. So this is there one side, but even while I was in the school, even in that age, I become you know, I, I started doing sins, like, you know, habitual sins. It became like a habit. And uh, I could not come out of it. Like, so here is me. One side, I want to serve God. And the other side, I don't want to serve God. 
and the other side i'm struggling with sin so you can see all this conflict in my uh, that is going on inside my head as a kid even even as a teen and uh, so because of all this and i i said okay there is no point of me living because whatever i put my mind to i can't do it and my and no one says that i can do anything and whatever i have done it is already it, it is only failed even if i tried to be good i could not be good so i saw myself as a failure i i said okay uh, you know i don't want to live anymore and i used to constantly struggle though i have you know i i used to write notes and stuff like that you know constantly struggle with it but what is more important is throughout all of these things the lord was faithful the lord was there he preserved my life he didn't let me wander away he didn't let me go um and i like i said i i had that uh in my heart to serve so i wanted to take subjects or course that would lead me to you know serving people and serving the lord so i went to wcc and kcc and all of this could have only happened because of the lord because um both like financially i could not have afford those places and my parents could not have afford those places and the lord made provisions for it and especially during uh, in before kcc i remember i didn't have anything to pay and uh, someone who i whom i did not even know my juniors juniors parents i have no at that time i hadn't even met them they called my dad up one one day and said we will take care of her education uh, we'll pay all her fees let her study so that was like a breakthrough which the lord did even when i was struggling with all of this so i want to encourage and say that thus for the lord has helped us like sam in 1 samuel 712 it said then samuel took a stone and set it up between mispah and shen and called its name ebenezer saying thus for the lord has helped us so i want to encourage you today and say that the lord will help you no matter what no matter what that you are struggling the lord is there for you he will help you so now because of this i thought i knew god but i no i was a christian but i wasn't a believer meaning i didn't believe in the power of god i didn't be- believe in the power of jesus christ so now let's come to 2015 you know um so when i move uh, when i started in kcc so now because i got into kcc you know all the sponsorship and everything and i was thinking that i was right with god but i wasn't but this me uh, by bringing me to kcc that was a plan of god to get me to you know to write with him and my very first day i i met pastor uh and uh, after that i used to wait for wednesdays and thursdays because pastor would come and then there would be like counseling sessions and then encounter session uh and i would i would go for the counseling sessions and encounter session but i don't really think and i mean i don't really trust it pastor like i would always have this question in my head okay why why does pastor want to know all of this like uh you know uh, and i would be on a defense mode but yeah i was i would i was still looking forward 
I was I was still you know hoping you know all of this. But what was happening was in John 1:5, it says, "And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it." So things that were hidden, buried, and I had forgotten, the Lord was bringing it to light, not to like shame me or to condemn me, but to set me free. So that was was happening even when, even I mean, even though I did not realize it. And we know that in Psalm 51:6 it says, "Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me know wisdom." I thought I was being truthful. I thought I um, I knew God, and I thought I, I was being truthful, but I wasn't because I did not even know the truth. So, but again, in all of this, the Lord was faithful. He he because he's the one who has called all of us and he is faithful so if if i look at it and then say okay what's the fruit in all this by the mercy of the lord i got baptized in kcc um uh, in when pastor was there and god gave me a chance to come to church here in kochi to visit pastor's place and he restored the relationship with my parents and my parents were in a big debt um uh, because my my dad used to do this um um uh, business like amway and um, so what he would do is like the salary that he would take he would put invest or he put it directly into the business and you know and uh, he wouldn't get the money back and so we went into a very a very big uh, debt and even our education loans and everything but so god came through for us and then he paid my parents debts uh, that could have only been been the lord like there was no way um, we could have done it and then pastor called me to come here and i said yes <laughs> but i went my way <laughs> and i kept falling into sin i kept uh, running away okay now let's move little f- enough uh further and come to april 2021 what the lord has done so april 2021 it's when i moved to kerala it's when i moved to pastor's house and um, i i was i was scared and um, i didn't really fully understand why i was coming here and uh, like my friends thought i was making a mistake of going here they thought that i would i should professionally continue and uh, my parents did not approve they thought i should get married so in everyone said it is it was foolish and and i was i started questioning okay if the decision was right if i really heard from the lord and while i was doubting and thinking of all of this the lord i remember lord telling me that this is where i have to go so i believed that i heard from the lord and i believed god would not you know abandon me and god would not make a mistake so i came here so remember i told you that i used to look forward when pastor would come uh, when i was a student at kcc and between that time and till like i mean between like then and 2021 april there's something that has ha- happened i became very scared of pastor 
Okay. So uh, there are reasons. Uh, one is that okay, I uh, there was sin which the Lord spoke to me through pastor sin in my life, and then I was condemning myself for everything. So then I I became really scared of pastor and uh, I I okay I didn't want to share anything and then I was like okay I I was shut uh, I I I was complete uh, I would shut myself off so that's how I came here and uh, so once the lord reminded me after I came here uh, there was one particular incident while when uh, when pastor used to visit us uh, in KCC where um during the counseling session i think i cried and then i i used to wear this brown jersey uh, which everyone used to hate and then it was dirty okay the sleeve was dirty and because like i wiped my eyes my wipe wiped my face and then i was fidgeting like with my hand and i was i think nervous i don't know and then i was covering my hands with it and pastor took my hand and then he folded my sleeve and i was like okay th- those are like dirty don't touch it like you know i was i was feeling that but the lord showed me and then said do you think someone like that would ha- mean any harm to you like no so why don't you trust you know so the, the the lord started healing me of that and he i and he helped me to start trusting pastor again and um, so when uh, pastor started this at- atmosphere of session worship session and the lord was healing me he was using that i i did not know um what in particular but i was after every session i would feel lighter i would feel relieved and um, yeah so all of this was happening but even even though the lord is doing his work even the lord is telling me okay i can trust pastor i should not be scared but every time like i would receive a message from pastor i would get really scared thinking i'm going to get it but the lord started to heal me of that also as the lord uh, was doing that i started to see that the lord has given me and us the shepherd after his own heart like in jeremiah 3:15 it says and i will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding so uh, the the reason why i say that is because the lord said okay there are certain things in your life you need to come to terms with but I, okay so then i tried okay let's let's do this and then i'm sitting in in my room and uh, i'm trying to figure this out but it's going nowhere like i'm getting further depressed i'm getting into more condemnation and it's not working out and i i really did not know what to do about it so if and i if i looked into myself and i'm feeling depressed so i went to pastor how do i come to terms with it so he took that time and the lord started working uh and then started setting me free so the next thing that i want to talk is uh translations when pastor said uh would you uh, would you do it and i said yes i don't know <laughs> what i was saying yes to and uh, but when i started it again um well i would not have listened to all of pastor's talks or all of those talks if i if there was no need for me to translate it and especially 
the the god's plan series and the series on grace i remember as i as i was translating them into tamil the lord was speaking to me and he was setting me free so as we all know that the tr- you shall know the truth and the truth will truth will set you free so the next thing is i i didn't i i had all these doubts and uh, fears in my head about marriage and i was like okay no maybe that is not what uh, is for me but the lord made it happen the lord made it possible and i know it is only because of the lord and lord alone and again uh, going to uh, canada and all these things uh, when i took social work uh, before i i wanted to go out and study and all that uh, even like work or something but i thought maybe as a social worker i'll be more useful here in india as a social worker than anywhere uh, out I, i i thought that but the lord's plans are better they are greater his ways are better and greater and he is faithful so the i have tried reading uh, the bible so many times i have i have started reading the bible so many times but i have not completed it i have not finished it so then i was telling the lord lord would you help me with it like i, I would really like it if there is someone who can stand with me in this and le- like help me through this um so then pastor started this 90 days bible uh, journey like the new testament and god has been helping me to do that god has been helping me to read that and um, i look forward for those notes that pastor posts and especially like sometimes he posts little jokes also he had uh, taken from the scripture so that those things made me to think okay you can read bible like that uh, because i i was looking at bible and i would feel more condemned so god has been so good and god has been working in ways which i could not have asked or hoped so i want to encourage you today because when the situations that are outside like for example even like financial crisis that is like outside and you we can you know to an extent you know though it shakes us we can still be okay and say we trust god but when the conflict is inside our head you know when we don't like certain things in ourselves like maybe it's a he- eating habit or maybe it's a, it's a it's a sin but we want to be good but we can't be good and when it is that that bothers us and that brings us down so much but you know what there is hope there is hope for all of us and that hope is jesus and jesus alone so now the last part what am i going to do next okay so there is a whole life ahead of me um what should i do with it okay I, this is a question that i ask myself a life that is dedicated to god and a life that is lived for the lord and not for myself so like i was saying i would meet pastor you know when i was a student at kcc every time and i would go back after encounter session and i would go back to my own ways and then i would come back and then okay and then go back so this is what was happening so now i understand the importance of sharpening my axe so in galatians 3:3 it says 
are you so foolish having begun in the spirit um are you being made perfect by the flesh so i would start in the spirit and i would end up in flesh so now i understand i shouldn't do this but rather submit to god because he knows my weakness and he has given us his grace to overcome it so one of my weakness is that like i did not know what what was good and what was bad and what was good and what was wrong what was right and wrong but god um through his word you know hebrews 4:12 it says for the word of god is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart so the word of god is a discerner and through the word of god god has been helping me to understand what is right and what is wrong so every time like god reveals our weakness i would get offended before and and i think we are still work in progress but he is not revealing that to make us feel condemned he is revealing that so that we can submit it to god and so that he can deal with it like he can he can make us the conquerors that we are in christ so now i know that my heart is wicked now i know that i can't do this by myself but you know what praise god through jesus christ because through him we are more than in him we are more than conquerors ephesians 4:1 it says i therefore the prisoner of the lord i beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called so now then what i need to do is i need to set my eyes on the lord jesus who has called me and to walk worthy of my calling so we all know in jeremiah 29 verse 11 to 14 it says for i know the thoughts that i think toward you says the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and i will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart i will be found by you says the lord and i will bring you back from your captivity i will gather you from all the places where i have driven you says the lord and i will bring you to the place from which i caused you to be carried away captive so we know that god's plan god's thought towards us is good so now how do i feel now what's the reality now i don't feel as much as condemned as before and uh, i don't feel alone even uh, though before i used to even if i was surrounded by people like i would still feel alone and the lord has taken me out of that he has given me joy he has given me joy i would sometimes smile for no reason and then people have asked me why are you smiling and then god has given me that joy and and i am more aware that i am accepted i am accepted in the community that is the church i am accepted by the pastor and i am accepted in the lord and now i have confidence and because of this i have confidence in the lord that i will fulfill my calling only because he who is called is faithful and he will bring to completion the good work he has started in all of us amen
Praise the Lord. To be frank, whatever I wanted to say, in a nutshell or in an elaborate way, Rebbe had told. <clears throat> because I also was going through a lot of troubles, not the exact way, but something similar to that. I don't know how many of you have uh, felt that you are not accepted, uh, you have not been um, actually welcomed, or uh, you are not being uh, in a position where you look forward for love and you are not receiving it. I had gone through that, especially from my family. Somewhere I used to feel that uh, I'm not being welcomed. Many, many times I felt like that. So, but as flashback, uh, when I was small, I always wanted to be um, in the church, serving, uh, doing something. So my life was like church, um, school, then church, school. This is how I was. So I used to take pride um, when we go for this. Um, I was brought up in um, Jacobite uh, church. So we have this um, functions or um, um, competitions where uh, you participate in everything and you get prize. So I used to uh, participate in a lot of um, events. One was that Bible, Bible reading. So in five seconds, you take the verse and read it. And I used to think that, okay, I know something about the Bible. I knew a lot of stories about the Bible. But it came to a situation where I didn't actually want to do anything with Bible or God. Yes, I was a Christian. And in 2004, <coughs> when my mother's... Um, Friend's daughter told me, she gave me a verse that was in Essay of uh, 43.1 and she said, uh, this is for you. So till then I used to believe that, yeah, Bible is there for us to know the story, what is happening, all those things. But it's for you, I, that's something I heard for the first time. So I had forgotten all these things for a long time and very lately God reminded me of this. And in 2004, when she gave that verse, this is what that verse said. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. So I took it. Yeah, that is for me. I'm happy for that. But I didn't know what to do about it. So it was there in my heart. And then um, there were a lot of things happened after that. And uh, even when we were married, I thought that whatever he believed was not right. And I was so sure that I will be able to take him out of whatever he has believed and I will show the way. But God had plans and he worked in a very, very nice way, which I never realized that I am walking through the way that he is showing me. Again, KCC happened. Uh, before that, I came here, uh, came to the church. All my three kids were promised kids, even before we planned. Pastor will pray for us and then next or next week we'll know that, okay, I'm pregnant. And I was like, and like Rabbi said, I will be sometimes like, no, I will not. Though it was prophesied, I don't want that to. So I was stubborn. And in between, as I said earlier, I was considered as a person, uh, like for example, if any wedding or anything is there, I will be called. 
uh, and it will be so that I can help them out physically for any help I'll be called but nothing else I felt okay so I always felt that um, maybe because of how I looked or something like that people didn't want me and I used to feel that the same thing with my parents I tried to get accepted but I never felt that I, I was accept, accepted. I tried a lot of ways, um, but it was not working. So it came to a point uh, where I felt that why should I then um, uh, go and go behind people to get the acceptance? But still, as human beings, we'll still need that acceptance. So years passed by, even KCC happened, and there also sometimes I was looking forward for man's approval, not for God's approval. So every time I do something, I will be a failure. And it came to a point where I felt that I have a lot of friends from uh, my primary school till now, I have a lot of friends, but um, they all are there for, with me to get what they want. Then why should I do that? So I, uh, there was a wall that was, I myself, um, formed a wall so that nobody can enter beyond a limit. I'll be smiling, but I know that there is a line which nobody should cross. But God was breaking it little by little without me knowing. Something really different happened to me this vacation. So that is what I would like to focus more on. Um, it's been some time since I stopped talking to my own sibling because there were a lot of things happening. But, and then I was like, I should be careful. I should not cross that limit so that I will not get hurt. My hurt was something I was uh, carrying really high. But there was sometimes God was telling me that let go, let go. But I was not sure whether I should let go. Somehow I was holding on to that still. So during this vacation, before the start of this vacation, I was telling everyone, my vacation will start so-and-so date, that is even before uh, our normal vacation. Why? Because after that my sister will come and I didn't want, there were a lot of things happening, I didn't want that to repeat again, so I want to have a safe distance with everything. Because as I said, I try to get acceptance from my family or my friends, Every time I tried my own strength, I was failing. So that had produced a lot of bitterness in me, a lot of like hard feelings in me, which I didn't want to show in front of anybody. But still, I was harboring that in my mind. Every time, like how Rabbi said, we were doing the translation, that will hit me very hard. Then I didn't know what to do. I tried to come out of my own strength that was not happening. Recently, when I went home, something surprising happened. After a long time, my sister came, smiled. We didn't have a problem. I stayed there two days. We didn't have a problem. She was like, okay. It's, it's a miracle, actually. And then she said, do you remember our olden days? We used to dance. We used to do this. Can we do that again? <laughs> so maybe somebody else who is listening from outside, it's like, what's a big deal? But it was something a big deal for me. In five minutes, we actually learned that and that 
I had, I felt that this all happened long back and I have forgotten the old menu, like how she was. But God was one, God was reminding me little by little what all things I cherished um, when I was small. And he is, he was bringing like my heart's desires to come to pass. So then we both had a good time together. And even with my parents also, I was like, I was so happy that I was very light, like it, I felt very light. So then I was thinking about this thing and then that day I um, clicked a picture and sent to pastor also, said, pastor, this is a miracle. So I was like, okay, God still works. He was working as, as um, he was working in many ways, uh, for example, finances or all the ways he was working where there was no way, but still somewhere I was like doubtful. But again, God reminded me that he who has called is very faithful. Even though I was unfaithful, even though whenever he says to turn right, I will sometimes take, why not I take a left? And why not I explore that? But still, he was patient enough. He will sometimes use through pastor, maybe through scolding or maybe like a good word, somehow he will, he will bring us back to his fold. And, and he always will let, lead us where we have to go. So this is what I wanted to say that God has started to restore the relationships that I had. It started with my family, then, it, um, um, then to my friends, and now I feel that little more lighter. Every time when I do something, I feel that, okay, I don't have to get acceptance from man or acceptance in the way that I am looking forward, but I am accepted in the beloved. So why should I be worried? I have freedom in him and he has been delivering me from a lot of things that has been troubling me. So I praise and give all glory to our Lord Jesus. And thank you. For praise the Lord. Uh, I'm here to testify that we have a speaking God. Uh, last week I experienced that uh, God really speaks to you through dreams. In the scripture you read how God warns people in the dream, uh, how God warned Joseph uh, to go a different way with Mary uh, because of King Herod. So even with Daniel, uh, in the book of Daniel, God sp uh, spoke to him through his dream. So <laughs> last week what happened was uh, I had to order um, cat litter for my cats because the litter that I usually buy, it was out of stock from the shop that I usually buy from. Um, so uh, I was just going through the Facebook and uh, I suddenly saw the uh, same brand that I usually buy. So I clicked on it and then I figured out that this shop is somewhere in Edapalli. So then uh, something told me, don't go ahead. But I, I just went ahead. And uh, because it was in Edapalli, uh, I thought, OK, they'll deliver soon too, because I needed it. So I um, contacted them through WhatsApp. And they said they can deliver it. Uh, but the price was a bit too high. And, and um, I felt that, should I really spend that money on cat litter? This much money on cat litter, that was in my mind. 
and i just surrendered that to the lord um, and they said they could deliver it uh, the same day um, so then uh, in the afternoon they said this in the morning and uh, in the afternoon i was taking a nap um, and uh, during my sleep i saw a dream uh, in the dream uh, the cat litter delivery had arrived and uh, it was a drools packet uh, drools is a brand uh, so uh, that's not what i ordered but it came in a drools uh, a packet and inside when i opened it i saw that it was damaged the letter was damaged and it was torn so um, after that i got up from my sleep um, and then the doorbell rang after a while and i went to check and it was the delivery so they had uh, brought the delivery in a carton written drools so that really uh, like surprised me as it's exactly what i saw in my dream and um, and then daniel and i were like opening the carton and when i opened it i saw the packet inside was torn and then i was like the dream again came to my mind so immediately i took the packet to the delivery man and i said uh, i can't take this it's damaged so he said let me call the shop and find out uh, what happened so when he called the shop uh, they said uh, it could have hap- uh, we didn't send a damaged packet it could have happened while she opened it uh, she would have torn it or something like that so they were like and i saw that Mm, the torn thing when i looked into the packet it was not what i wanted also uh, it was some premium brand much more expensive brand which i didn't even realize that uh, i had ordered uh, it was like thermocol like it was i was like thinking uh, they really cheating me they like putting something else into this packet so i was like i said i, I don't want it if you want i can pay the um delivery charge so they said no it's fine and they took it back and then the person from the shop called me saying uh because when we packed it uh, it was intact and all that but i would have fallen for it if not for the dream so god was telling me at that time uh, through a scripture in malachi uh, chapter 3 verse 8 to 11 how when you uh give tithes and offerings to god how the god will protect the rest of the money that you have like not to get cheated or robbed like not to uh, spend that money because it's god's money we have to be financially prudent with what we have so god was reminding me of that scripture also god confirmed uh that he can speak through your dreams and uh, visions so that was like a, it was it it has happened it hasn't happened so clearly before i have had dreams but uh, the interpretation was so clear so all glory to god for this praise be to his name